0: Hey, Brendan. I still like Brendan no, oh. What a time to be alive. Girl. Disposal efficiency.
1: Football. Football. God, oh, we love football.
0: Wow. Some of us do. You don't look like you do at the moment. There's
1: was a bit of a sarcastic one, that one. Um, another tough weekend as a Carlton supporter, but that's all right. There's more. There's more to a. Uh, more teams than the Blues?
0: Well, let's just say I think uh, order has finally been restored. You've had a bit of fun with me the last two weeks when Carlton won two in a row and we lost two in a row. In a low? In a low. <laughs> um, well, you're in a bit low at the moment, but <laughs> things have been restored. Order, is things are the way they should be.
1: Yeah, you guys were impressive on Thursday night, weren't you? Uh, it was. It was. You guys up uh, back to your absolute best.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it did look like it. We weren't up against anyone formidable, though. Mm. I mean, they didn't look it, did they? Did you see much from the Saints? No,
1: they were pretty ordinary, to be honest. Um, I didn't really like – I mean, the first quarter and a bit, they were pretty good or pretty competitive. But after that, geez. So I've lost to Essendon by 75 points and then have lost to Richmond by 86 points in the space of three weeks. Yeah, it's Concerning. Not a good... For a team that was aiming to finish in the top four.
0: Yeah, it's so, not a good look for them. Not nah. a good
1: look. But uh, we're going to get a Saints supporter on the line – um we'll uh, we'll see how we, how we go with it. We're going to give him a call and we'll uh, get his thoughts on it. Um because I know a lot of the Saints supporters are pretty filthy about this uh performance Well, they've been filthy about the whole season so far.
0: We've had him before too.
1: We have had him on before, so um we'll uh, we'll see if he answers his phone.
0: Any day now. Here we go. Here he is.
1: Jesus, Suspense. Oh, come on. Hello, Richo. What's going on? Oh, mate, we're you're live on the Pressure Point podcast.
0: How are you, Richo? Uh,
1: <laughs> good, mate. How are
0: you? Oh, I'm pretty happy at the moment, man. I've had a good week. Yourself? Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't start that great.
2: Well,
1: <laughs> give, we we your, give us your thoughts.
2: Week, if we're talking about the Saints, it's not good. I The last time you called me, it was after a fucking loss as well, and you're making a habit of it. Mm. Um, you could have called me after we beat West Coast last week and <laughs> this conversation would have been a lot different.
0: We like to get you on when you're vulnerable, mate.
1: Uh, and we know how filthy you were after Thursday night as well, so it um, could be a perfect just time. You broke our heart. How else do
2: you put it? You go from, you go from watching us lose by... 75 points to the Bombers. In a game, you know, I went in thinking we'd win by 75 points. And we go, all right, all hope's lost. Going against West Coast. All hope's lost at half time. They bring all the Saints back from the brink of the Westgate Bridge. (laughs) And we win that game. And I'm thinking, all right, we're back. Marshall's in. Saints are looking good. We're gonna knock off the Tiges. Mm. Thursday night. I couldn't get I couldn't get could not get to the game. Hank.
1: Yeah, jeez, you, you you yeah, you've done well there. So
2: I've sent that off
1: on his own <laughs> to watch the game. Oh that poor and, man, Your poor soul.
2: Uh, and I watched that first quarter and I thought, Oh, we're on here. Jack Higgins is looking lively. Um Paul Hunters kicked a goal in the first five minutes and <laughs> And I'm thinking, oh,
0: he's not that bad. He's not that bad. King was looking good too
2: early. King King was clunking him, and then what happened? It's amazing what half an hour of football can do to your world. Um, yeah, safe to say, I actually missed. I actually missed the second quarter through moving around and getting home for footy training. And I get home and the game's already over. Um, yeah, and what do you, what do you say after losing by 85 points to the Tigers at Marvel?
0: Yeah, there's not much. Well, what What do you think it is? What do you think the Saints' issue is? Because like you've said, there's some high expectations on them this year, and obviously they haven't been met so far. What What do you think? The, what do you think the issue is? <laughs> oh, that, was, <laughs> that, that was an accident. <laughs> uh, that wasn't an accident. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. That was an uh, accident. Look,
2: <laughs> if anyone knew what the issue, if, if anyone knew what the issue was, I reckon they would solve it by now. I think it's just. We just, in, I think I actually might have something to Last time I was on, just we just we know how to lose. We're just the best at it, um, and if it, it's just they work us up to a point, getting our hopes to as high as they can, and, and then they crush them. That's just that's just what it is to be you can a supporter. Um, we're used to it, so I don't know. if There's anything to pinpoint. I I, I honestly hope it's just a rough. I, I hope it's just a patty and. and and Marshall are out and it's playing with all the boys' heads um, and that we get them both back next week and we win the next 15. Well,
1: um, what about, um, you know, I know he's been talked about a lot, but Brad Hill, like, well, he, he's, he seems to be an absolute whipping boy from, from the Saints fans. What's, what's going
2: uh, on there? It's, it's easy to um, to blame it all on Brad Hill. You know, he he's clearly not... He's not that, that player that... He's not your Lenny Hayes. He's not doing the one percent. He's not tackling. He's not winning any contested footy. So it's easy to blame him because everyone wants the hard-nosed player. But he's never been that player.
1: Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. He's I, always been that outside like, player. It,
2: it's not like he was laying tackles at all. At Fremet. It just so happens that we're losing now. And he's a part of a losing side. So we're looking for... Like you said, we're looking for a scapegoat.
0: Do you think it's got something to do with the fact that he's getting paid around 900K a year? Because I and, think that's the biggest thing.
2: It has a lot to do with that. He's, uh, well, he's well overpaid. We, the Saints bought into the hype. He won the best of best. He's won three premiership medals. And we thought, let's give him everything that he wants. Brad Hill's come for payday. And how can you blame him? If mm-hmm. someone's going to pay you 900K to win 20 con- uncontested possessions a week, Oh, actually, how many do he have get I think he had ten to twelve for the whole game against the Tigers. Mm. And he plays just about a hundred percent down
1: time. That's not good for even for for an outside player. That's terrible. Ten touches.
2: It's abysmal.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, Jack it's
2: Higgins bad. would have had more than ten. Jack Higgins would have had more than ten touches as a four pocket.
0: Mm. I thought Jack Higgins actually had a pretty good game. He keeps a couple of. Yeah, deals he snakes. was one of
2: the few. He was one of the few that could probably hold his head on Him, Jack Steele. Where would we be without Jack Steele at the
0: moment? Yeah, he's, I, he's, he's such a good player. He's honestly Superman for you guys yeah. at the moment. Yeah.
2: And, and another thing, obviously Jack Steele,
0: I, I don't think he's the vocal type. Maybe, you know,
2: another one that's a winning, that has been a bit of a winning boy and people say, oh, he shouldn't be getting the game. He's injured at the moment. But Jared Geary, maybe Geary offers a lot more on the side than what we think. I don't, I don't know. That mm. could be wrong, but maybe we're lacking some leadership. Yeah. But I know back in the day when, when Riewoldt was the captain, whenever Riewoldt was out of the side, we seemed to lose more often than not.
0: No, I'd agree with that. I think a lot of clubs don't play to the same level when, when their leader isn't on the ground with them.
2: Yeah, so... Look, there's, I think there's a million reasons why we've shit the bed. Um, I just hope it, it's personnel and not uh, culture.
1: So, if you... Um... Have you readjusted your expectations then for for this season? Or is it is it a case um, now of just scraping into the finals, or what is it
2: now? Like pre season, I was thinking top four. Now, if we made finals, I, you know, that would be absolute best case. Yeah, eighth spot. Yeah, you can't you can't lose two games by seventy five plus, and expect to be any form of relevance in the league. I don't think.
0: Well, we've spoken about it before on the podcast this season, and a lot. You know, it's hard to tell who's actually a good club at the moment because of the inconsistencies in games that we've seen. So, I mean, as tough as it might be to believe, I reckon there's still every chance that you know the Saints could come. Not, I'm not going to say they'll finish top four, but I reckon there's a chance that you know they'll they'll finish finals relatively convincingly. I think the chance is still there. It's just whether or not they can turn it around a little bit. And with you know, with that personnel like Patty Ryder and um, Rob Marshall. True. And yeah, I, exactly. I like your
2: positivity. I like your positivity because we need it. Um, God knows we need it. I, I think if we can win, oh, we've got Port this week. It's gonna be a tough one. If we can knock over Port, then think we've, like, we've got Hawthorne and Gold Coast. You know, that, that's a nice little run there. And then I think we've got Geelong. Who I don't think I'm much chop to see So you beat Port. So
1: House, you what, we're yeah.
2: in the we win in the next four, and I'm I'm right firmly back on the bandwagon. Uh, if we lose to Port, I'm going to be yeah.
0: Well, it only takes uh, a couple expect- of wins to get a game, a season back on track?
2: Yeah, it does. It does. You know, and a week is a week is a long time in football as well. You know what I mean, yeah. but St Kilda was the perfect example. We went from all right, these guys are shot against Essendon. We beat West Coast. All right, now we're back into premiership contention week later we're off <laughs> if we smash Port if we beat Port by 10 goals next week the whole the newspapers will change again
1: it doesn't take much does no. it oh, it I, doesn't It I doesn't. completely understand I know exactly how and as a Blues out. fan Marcus you know exactly what I'm talking absolutely. about absolutely absolutely identical identical so um, yeah anyway well all the best for the Saints this season I didn't see this sort of start coming I definitely had you guys up near the top four so um, it's disappointing. Yeah,
2: so what's, what's your prediction? What's your well, you're back? You're both back in the power, obviously, but how how much? You know, do you give us a chance? Uh,
1: I mean, as I said, you beat them last year over there when they were in hot form. So, um, to, they're they're looking even better this year, Port Adelaide. So I can't I can't oh, no. see you guys getting the job done over it. there. Yeah. No way. I nah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I can't see you guys winning. I don't think it. I don't think it'll be sat then a result like it was on the weekend, where you will lose by seventy five points, but I think it'll be, um, yeah, I think Port'll win.
1: You just got to stop the thrashings. Just don't get smashed, because you've got the second worst percentage in the AFL now, behind North Melbourne. I oh, know, I oh, know. No. That's yeah. embarrassing in itself.
2: No, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a group you want to be no.
1: locked in with, is it? No. Not North.
2: Anyone but North. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone but North.
0: The team that's shipping the Tassie. <laughs> oh,
2: Send us there if we if we lose to North
1: this year. <laughs> then that's it. That's it. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks a lot for coming on, Richo. Appreciate your your thoughts and your time. Um, and we, we hope the Saints can do a lot better for you in the coming weeks.
0: And we promise we'll get thanks. you on after a win one time too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, get
1: me on. Yeah, when we beat Port Power <laughs> next week, I want to be on. All right, done. If,
0: if you guys uh, beat Port Adelaide this week, we'll get you on next week. That's a deal. Yeah, Done. Uh. <laughs> uh,
1: all thanks right. Thanks for having me, boys. Thanks, Richo. See thanks, ya.
0: Richo. See you, mate. Jeez, heard it from the horse's mouth.
1: Yeah, that's it. He's uh, it's pretty um, pretty brutal. And I mean, yeah, as I said I understand where he's coming from with the way they're going. It's just yeah, it's they're just in a really, really bad place at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's a like you said, it's just so heartbreaking because you get those wins like you did against West Coast, and you think we're on, and you come out the next week at Marvel against a team that you've had a good record with, you know, relatively recently in the Tigers, who's a little bit of our bogey team. I've always said. And then, yeah, you lose by 86 points and it's just it's just flattening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But on the other side of it, are the tigers back?
0: It's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, you want to say yes. I mean, we won by 86 points, big game. Um, you know, a lot of our players played really well. Jack kicked five. Dusty had 34. Um, Toby Nankerv has dominated in saying that. Saints have no Ruckman. So mm. you'd expect him to. Um, I really want to see how we go against Melbourne this week before I would say, yeah, we're, we're right back up there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we've shown all good signs, and you can only play with what you've been dealt. So yeah, I think we're looking pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was ominous form for mine. Um, just seeing Jack Rio up back to his best, and Dusty obviously was was back after a couple of quiet weeks or quieter weeks compared to Dusty standards. Um, but yeah, you guys are just yeah back to that just um, terrorizing best is probably the best way to put it, isn't it?
0: Well, we, d- we just looked um, – the pre- the pressure we are putting on was ferocious and that's what I love to see when mm. Richmond play. We had that back again, which was good because we hadn't seen it for – well, we didn't see it against Sydney at all. Port, I thought it was there. It was just Port were better on the day. But, yeah, it was good to see us get a good win and build that percentage because I feel like, like you said to Richard before, with the Saints having an awful percentage. Uh, percentage really helps come to pointy into the, mm. the season. So yep. these big wins, you cling on to them when you can.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to another disappointing team and that is the Collingwood Football Club. Uh, going down to the... I mean, West Coast at home is always a tough challenge, but they didn't look great um, in large patches of that game. They sort of brought the margin back a little bit, but...
0: And made it more respectable. Yeah. Um, I copped a bit of flack over the past week for giving Collingwood a bit of a clip last week. Um, but I, f- I feel like I stand by what I said. It's a lack of fight that I think we've seen from Collingwood, from especially especially from what we expect from them, um, I think was probably the biggest thing for me. But, yeah, I mean, you, losing to West Coast over there is, um, mm. I mean, most people do. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not going to really judge them off that. But it was probably the lack of fight for me. And then I guess the biggest talking point to come out of that game was uh, the Geordie degoy and Jeremy Howe mobile phone incident. Did you, did you hear much about that?
1: I did. And then did you hear what Buckley said about it? I didn't hear what Buckley said, no. Buckley reckons because degoy was concussed. He didn't know what he, what he was doing along those lines is what he pretty much said.
0: That's is ridiculous and what about Jeremy Howe yeah
1: I'm not sure what was his experience yeah that, that's like right. they were what? just a bit dazed with what was going on
0: well I know what Jeremy uh, Jeremy Howe said that he was um and mind you, I believe him I uh, Jeremy Howe said that uh he was calling his wife or partner to let him know that let her know that he was okay because mm. I guess you know you I guess you do our family watching the games I see you go off injured they probably are worried mm. so I get the point behind it but at the same time like you're a senior player mate you know that your phones aren't to be touched and Gary Lyon, I don't know if you heard on SCN this morning, was very heated about the topic. Um, he was not happy at all. He was saying, you know, because you don't know. The players, d- 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 Goey could be calling and saying, I'm not coming back on for the rest of the game. We're obviously done here. Chuck money on West Coast. I mean, everyone would have had their money on West Coast anyway. So, I mean, in this mm-hmm. game, as an example, probably isn't the best. But yeah. that's the reason behind not touching your phones because you don't know what the players are doing in terms of gambling and all the rest of it. And it was a bad look.
1: Yeah, yeah, not great. And then there's rules there to state. The state that don't touch your phone between the first siren and the last siren. So all the players know it, and yeah, it's just it's just unnecessary. You know, if you need if you need someone to go tell your family to that you're fine or you, you you're all right, get one of the club officials to do it. The ones that can actually have their phone on them. Yeah, you know? and I
0: mean, look, not to be rude as well, but I think if it was that bad that someone really had to be concerned, mm. the people watching on TV would know. Yeah. That would come out that that wouldn't be hidden away, you know that someone's severely injured, so it was obviously fine. um I didn't see the need to touch his phone, and obviously just again another bad look and I guess another thing against Collingwood at the moment they' just yeah. they've had a really rough patch of just a few little incidences that all start adding up and it's just not looking yeah. good for him. but in saying that, controversy can sometimes breed some good performances so could could this be could. a spark
1: <laughs> oh, they've they've just had issues. Um, and bad press for the last six months, ever since the the trade week that they had. There's on just net been guy. there's just been things just going on, um, yeah, for the bad reasons at Collingwood, so they they need to sort that out and get their club back on track because uh, it's not just what's happening on field, it's it's what's happening off field. So they just need to sort that out and um, yeah, ahead of a, a massive ANZAC Day clash this week, which we'll get to later. But um, yeah, they need to s- just get a win because they're sitting in sixteenth. Yeah, so, third last yeah, at the moment. So, so you just still yeah, be pretty I'm happy
0: you're above them on the ladder?
1: Absolutely. I mean, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll take those small wins at this this time anyway. Um, they all yeah. count. They all count. We'll get to it. <laughs> 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 Moving on. We've got uh, – what else, What have we got next? Bulldogs. Are they going to win the flag? Oh, they're looking I, bloody good. I don't good.
0: know if I'm that sold on them, but,
1: but uh, th- I wouldn't surprise me if they were the minor premiers. Talking about teams that are like getting smashed or smashing, Bulldogs have won all their games while. By big margins.
0: Yeah, They're no, they're looking ominous. Yeah. They're looking very good. Um, I'm not sold on Premiership favourites yet. To be honest with you, I couldn't pick a Premiership favourite. Mm. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're doing everything they can to put themselves in that bracket. So they're going to be very scary. And like I said, would not surprise me if they finished off minor premiers for the year.
1: Yeah. Their midfield's just gone berserk at the moment.
0: I mean, we, I think we all tip that to be the case. Yes,
1: yeah. and they're living up to it. So you know, you've got Dunkley, Bontempelli, law McRae... Brittore, they're all just playing unbelievable footy. And then you've got Tim English in the ruck who's dominating. Steph Martin, you know, they've got it. Steph Martin
0: was an underratedly big get. Yeah. I think he got um, undermined a bit by the midfield that they brought in or, yeah. you know, they were creating there. But Steph Each Martin get. is a massive get for them.
1: They've got the best midfield in the comp. Oh, hands yeah. down.
0: Hands down. And like you said, they're pretty much every game this year they've won by big margins. I think the only one they didn't win by a huge amount was I think they beat West Coast by seven points in round yeah, two or three. That would be the only one. And that's yeah. still West Coast, so it's yep. still a solid side. Yep. Um, and they got the win, and that's what matters at the end of the day. Yep. So, yeah, they're looking very good. And um, I know Richmond have got them in a couple of weeks, and
1: I'm very nervous. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You would be. Um, yeah, we've got them in a couple of weeks, so that'll... Um, um, I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. Um, anyway, moving back... Uh, well, we well, we'll may as well touch on the Blues now that we've, uh, I've brought it up. I seem to be bringing it up in every topic we talk about. <laughs> so let's just get it out of the way so I can move on from it. Um, Saturday night at the MCG against Port Adelaide. Going into the game, you probably wouldn't have expected us. No one really would have tipped us, and that's fair enough. It's Port Adelaide. They're one of the premiership favourites, if not the premiership favourite. Um, but as the game got closer, the odds started to shorten up. I don't know if you noticed, but it pretty much ended up being a dead even game... ...in terms of the the betting. Um, which shows that everyone was giving us a huge chance, especially at the MCG. Um, and yeah, we were just hoping it wasn't going to be uh, another fail on the big stage... ...like it was against Collingwood. Um, and yeah, pretty much from the first bounce you could just feel it. It was just flat. Skill errors. Terrible. Um when your captain can't even stand up for you and kick a goal from 10 metres out in front, you know, you've got issues. Um, yeah, Cripps needs to I, – I, yeah, I'm going to be careful with what I say. I'm I'm really not liking him at the moment. Just, he say, just beats wanted, up on the shit teams.
0: I wanted to ask you about Cripps because he's a big talking point in terms of Carlton. Um, he gets bashed a lot when Carlton don't win and he doesn't perform and then he'll have a game like he did against Frio and – He's basically God again. Do you do you buy into that hype when he has a good game like that, or, do you, or what do you think it is that he's not, he can't, he, he hasn't been producing that consistently?
1: Well, it could, it's all good and well to uh, go and try to fight Caleb Sarong, who's about five foot ten, but when it comes against Ollie Wines and players like that, he shits the bed. So, I mean, you, you're a captain. You, you need a lead from the front. Stop trying to do too much and take everyone on because it's. It's not a great, it's not a great look, and it's embarrassing to be honest.
0: No, I think it was, I think it was Kane Corns that said it. That it looks like he's trying to win a in brownlow instead of yeah, win games. Do, exactly. you, do you, do you buy into that? Yeah,
1: absolutely. When he was at his best and the MVP, he was doing the one as getting his teammates involved. You know, he's like everyone, everyone just jumps in his back and he, he carries them with him. Now he's just trying to, he's trying to be what everyone knows him to be like. He's trying to act like he's won five brownlows. You know. Yeah, he's just trying to do too much, um, and it's affecting his game, and it's affecting the team's game. So it's not a great look. And what pisses me off the most is people—they jump on players like Mark Murphy, who have given unbelievable service to the club, and everyone forgets how good he was, um, you know, five six years ago. But they 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 they're don't give Crips any stick, you know. So it's just I—that's what frustrates me about the Carlton supporters. Is you know, they jump on Murphy very quickly, but um, too scared to jump on about crips. Only a, a small minority do, but that—that's what frustrates me.
0: Yeah, and I can see that as well. I mean, especially when the game's in the line, or you know, when there's there's moments in the game that you know it, it goes your way, the result is completely different. I know Cripps had a shot from about what was it 30 meters out, directly in front, and
1: shorter than that. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and missed it. I mean, he's done that a couple of times now, and I'm not you know, questioning his ability. But I think it's the lack of um, – well, I guess the lack of ability to kick those goals in the moments when he needs to that has sort of hurt Carlton recently. Mm. And you're right. I don't I don't think a lot of – I mean, maybe from the outside he gets criticised a lot. I know lately, especially with the contract talks at the yeah. moment, people are saying, oh, he's not, not a million-dollar player and this and that. Um, which, I mean, you know, the, the monetary um, stuff aside, yeah, you're right. He, he hasn't – he's not standing up when you need him to. Yeah,
1: just – he just needs to focus on bringing his teammates into the game. Um, focus on those 1%. Focus on that that aggression, that energy that he brought to us at the start, right from the very start when he was winning best and fairest and AFL MVPs and every award possible. Bring that. Stop trying to take on everyone and try to win the game off your own boot because you can't. You're not, one, he's not quick enough and two, he can't kick. He's not skillful enough to do it.
0: Do you think it's a lack of trust in his in his teammates that he does this? or do you act, that, do you that's genuinely what
1: people, that's what people are saying yeah or do you yeah. genuinely
0: believe it's him just going
1: no, I think I'm the best on yeah, the ground he's, uh, I'm the captain, do this. I'm the captain I need to do this
0: because no. in the, in the past couple of seasons the way I've looked at it is Cripps wants to he sees that the game needs to be won and he felt like the only person that could do that was him mm. and I mean in the past I mean that's probably not too far off the mark yeah. but I mean now you've brought in guys like Saad, Williams, Walsh is now a superstar of the game. Do you think he hasn't grown that – he hasn't, you know, gained that trust or given them that trust that they probably deserve and bring them into the game as well as some of the other young guys? They're not the only ones. They're just probably the best
1: examples. I'm sure that's not his reasoning for it. Um, I'm sure he trusts his teammates but I think he just needs to get back to those one percenters of bringing – making a smother, getting quick – like those – he was just the, the king of those quick handballs out of a pack standing up in a tackle, getting his other teammates. Now he tries to take on every single tackle and you'll see him get pinned hold on the ball every time. Well, do you so, think it's
0: the new rules that are hurting him? Because I know that's been talked about as well because he's a good contest player and there's less contests.
1: But against Frio and Gold Coast, he was doing that fine. You know, it's when he, it's when it's like the, when the pressure's on like against Richmond or Collingwood or Port Adelaide that we've played, he's just – I mean, he played pretty like he played pretty well against you blokes, but the Collingwood-Port Adelaide games, he's just tried to do way too much and it's yeah, it comes across as selfish and which I'm sure he's not, but like he just – he's not the Patrick Cripps that we know from – yeah, you know, 2018, 2019.
0: Yeah. So. Now, look, from, from what I've seen and what I've heard from Patrick Cripps and, you know, I not I don't know him obviously, but, you know, you hear him speak and all that, I don't think he's a selfish person. I doubt. I wouldn't. No. I w- I'd be very surprised if that was the reasoning behind it. But, yeah, you're right. I think he needs to probably focus on the little things a little bit more and stop trying to take on as big of a load because he doesn't need to anymore. No. He can take half a step back to go two steps forward, if you know what I mean. So yeah. I think if he can realise that and start bringing those little one percenters back into his game, um, things will change, not only for Carlton but for Cripps as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. But, um, yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say about the Blues from the weekend. Disappointing. Um, and let's hope we can bounce back next week. Um, the Melbourne Football Club. Is it the year of the demon?
0: Wow. I know a lot of people are saying it. We'll find out Anzac Day Eve this week. But, um, geez, it, it could it just could be. Like we I think we said it last week. They're looking like they're in 2018 form again.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're – we, we all know the talent on their list. We all know their they're top range players are as good as anyone in the competition. So they're capable of pulling something out like this, aren't they?
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. And they, remember, they've still got Ben Brown not in the mm. side yet.
1: He played well in the twos on the weekend.
0: Yeah, and yeah. He's, a, he's a, well, he was, what, winning Coleman's and yeah. stuff like that not long ago. So yeah. he's every chance. Yeah. Did he win a Coleman, actually? No, he did, at North. Him. Yeah, he did, didn't Pretty he? Pretty sure he did. Yeah. yeah. Well, if he, not, was he was not, he was always up there.
1: 50, 60. Almost seventy goals a year. Yeah, so yeah. imagine
0: you bring someone like that into your team alongside those guys like Gorn, Petrarca, mm. uh, Clayton, Oliver, Jack Viney, Jack Viney, Stephen May in the back yeah. line.
1: They're a bloody good team.
0: Oh, they're on. Yeah. They're a great team. They're, the list is great, and they're finally putting it together because they've had that list for a couple of years now. Yeah. Just haven't been able to find that continuity between each other, but now yeah. they've got it, and it's showing on the yeah. result, you know in the, in the results.
1: Was well, going to be the big test for them this weekend. We'll really see where they're.
0: At, well, I think it's much. a big test for both sides, for both if, I'm honest, teams, yeah. if I'm honest, because Richmond really, I mean, we had Port, which is probably like probably the hardest team we've faced so far and yeah. they beat us. Yeah. Um, and then the rest were games we probably were expected to win and, you know, we, we lost a couple of them, but this is a big one for us, especially yeah. Dusty's 250th, Nath Jones 300th, mm. huge
1: um, game. Anzac Day yeah. Eve.
0: Yeah, it's massive, Yeah, massive.
1: And hopefully 100% crowd as well.
0: That would be huge. Mm. I would love that. So yeah. we'll hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll wait and see.
1: Uh, Toby Green, jeez, one goal seven.
0: One goal seven. I mean, you'll you'll you love having no scoring opportunities. That's eight shots on oh, goal he's had right there. I, I I didn't actually watch his game, so I don't know if there was any out in the fools so you can tr- yeah, throw I'm, in there as well. I'm but I'm
1: not sure. Yeah, I mean, I think I heard I heard this on the radio or somewhere, and I had to go check the AFL app just to make sure I heard that right. You know, one goal seven. Jeez, how has that happened, Toby?
0: I mean, like I said, I didn't watch it. I don't know how how difficult the shots he was taking were or. If it was just a bad day in front of goal, I mean, like I said, you you'd be happy with the amount of opportunities he's getting in front of goal because he's getting the he's winning the ball at least. But mm. yeah, you've got you've got to convert those, yeah. don't you?
1: And then Buddy kicked five, didn't he? Five straight. Yeah.
0: Now, no. did you hear
1: he's injured? Now yeah, he's out.
0: He's it's out for another month, which ruins his bid for a thousand goals.
1: Disappointing. Is but GDOS, though, let's let's give them credit.
0: Oh, They, they just knocked off
1: the Swans in the, who, pretty much the last second of the game, wasn't it?
0: And they were looking unstoppable. Yeah, the Swans. They, I didn't. I mean, they were going They were looking like, you they were. Gonna, I can't even speak. They're looking like they're going to be the third team to go into this round undefeated. Yeah. Um, and of all teams, the Giants got them.
1: Mm. Who Crazy. we all wrote off. Yeah. Which I am still
0: writing off, to be honest. But yeah, um, it was, it was a, it's an inspiring win against Sydney.
1: Absolutely. Um, but let's uh let's start previewing round six, is it? It's round six this weekend. Time flies. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We're already um, over a month in. It's it's uh, It's gone so quick and there's already uh, yeah, a lot of teams being written off. A lot of teams are flag favorites and, and whatnot. So, um, but we're back into the traditional time slots of footy this weekend. Uh, the round starts on Friday night um, and ends on Sunday night. So back to the normal time slots. We've got GWS and the Bulldogs Friday night at Marnica Oval. Now, all of a sudden, that's turned into... Turned out to be an interesting game.
0: Oh, definitely. If the Giants can play like did against the Swans and put on a bit of a show, it's every chance to be a good game. And we all know that these guys have got a modern-day rivalry that's almost unmatched. Yeah. I mean, there's no re- not many rivalries going around at the moment they that are bigger than this.
1: Genuinely hate each other, these that's, two. That's what
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you, like you say, you've got the Collingwood-Carlton's, the Collingwood-Essendon's, but they're, they're strong, I guess, through the history, but as of recent, not really. Yeah. Um, or I don't think so anyway. But these guys here, yeah, ever since that uh, preliminary final, they've they just hated each other. Yeah. And you can see it when they play. So I'm really looking forward to this one.
1: Yeah, I think with the, uh, with the other teams like the Carlton-Collingwood rivalry, but it's, more, it's more like the fans hate each other. With this one, the players hate each other. Which, which, is, which is more which interesting. Is
0: great. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's funny you say that. hate fantastic that people hate each other. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but
1: that's what makes the game so much more interesting.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, look, I'm still going the doggies here. They're undefeated yeah. and GWS haven't given much this year. But yeah, like can't I said, against them. definitely more of an interesting game than what it would have been if they didn't beat yeah, Sydney.
1: For sure. Um, Saturday afternoon, we've got Geelong and West Coast down at GMHBA Stadium. The Alphabet Stadium. Did you watch Geelong North, by the way?
0: I watched bits and pieces. I didn't watch the whole thing because I, I threw a cheeky tenner on North because I paid yeah. $12.50. I know.
1: There was a large chunk of that first half North were winning. I know. I um, thought I was going to get up. Yeah. I, was,
0: I was laughing at one Crazy.
1: point. That, uh, Geelong are no good. Sorry.
0: Uh, yeah. I think the Richmond curse got him.
1: Yeah. They're, they've shown nothing so far this season. Their two wins. Have they won two games? Yeah, I think so. They beat Brisbane when they shouldn't have. They didn't and deserve they, that win. No. Does this count as a 20-point win against North? Does that even count as a win?
0: <laughs> That's a loss. You only beat him by 20 <laughs> points. Exactly. And did, did that Danger play, did he not? He did. Did he get injured? Because I saw in the AFL up it said out next to his name, which usually means oh, he's been taken out of sure. the game. i I didn't
1: see unless they rested him.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe yeah. someone was protecting themselves as he ran by and he, he got injured on the way through. So <laughs> I'm not sure. I didn't see it. But look, I mean, being in Geelong and West Coast, being away from West Coast, you, I give Geelong a pretty good chance yep. here. Yep. Just because West Coast have shown so far they're not great away they can't from travel. home. And Geelong usually play pretty good footy down at the Alphabet Stadium there. So, yeah, I'm going Geelong. Yeah, I think
1: Geelong, last chance I'm going to give them. um, And only giving them a chance because it's down at Codinia Park. So, um, Geelong just for mine. I just
0: realised we just gave uh, GMHBA three different names there in that little segment.
1: GMHBA, Alphabet. And Cardinia Park. Yeah. Think of a fourth if you can. Get back to me. All right, we've got Gold Coast and Sydney also at the same time at Metricon Stadium.
0: I was just laughing about the Geelong Stadium thing, <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. There's your fourth. Um, another one. Well, another one that Gold Coast have probably underperformed this year so far from what we've expected from them um, in Sydney. I guess we'll be looking to bounce back after a shock loss to GWS. So, I mean, I'm tipping Sydney for this one. I think they're still good. A yeah. young list will hold up, yeah. um, but it's going to be two young lists going at mm. each other. So, I actually think it'll be a bit of an interesting
1: game. It will be. Swans on the rebound, though. I think they'll uh, they'll be breathing fire after that loss last week and. The Gold Coast, for mine, I think I think they're going under the radar as a team that should be under more pressure, don't you reckon? Yeah. Like considering where they're at, um, do I you saw think something. Stuart Jew's winning record is worse than um, like Rodney Eads and coaches before him. It's poor. It so, is poor. So, but do you,
0: do you think it's got something to do with the fact that – I mean, look, I, me personally, I had high hopes of Gold Coast this year. Finals were like, you know, for me were realistic for them. Mm. Um I mean, not so much now, but do you think it's got something to do with the fact that people just tend to ride off Gold Coast all the time just because of never really been that good? Yeah. So you see them lose a couple of games, you're like, oh, yeah, Gold Coast, another easy yeah. win. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You don't really give them much? Yeah, do you think it. that's probably yeah, why that's they're probably flying is. under the radar? No,
1: no one really cares, really. Yeah, I was about it? to
0: say, without being harsh, that's probably yeah. it. I don't think really anybody cares because they're not – I mean, like the Giants, they're not one of those clubs that have been around for long and have bred generations worth yeah. of fans that people are really passionate about them. Yet it'll come, yeah. um, especially with success. But yeah, I think people have just sort of forgotten about them and letting them gotten getting away with it. I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, but yeah, I don't think they'll win this. I think Sydney will uh, will be too strong and on the rebound as well. Um, later that day, we got Carlton and Brisbane at Marvel Stadium. Um, Brisbane coming off a big win over the Bombers, a much-needed one uh, in the wet as well. So they needed that after a very slow start to the season and then now they're back in Melbourne where they couldn't really win a game while they were down here in a a mini hub um, against a Carlton team who's going to be on the rebound and hopefully breathing fire.
0: Well, you'd really hope so. You want to put something out, especially, uh, like you said, Brisbane away from home again. They haven't had a good record here this year. And they probably another team that haven't been living up to their expectations. I know they had that one against Geelong they should have won, which would have put, you know, another W next to their name. But, yeah, they're, they're another one that, that really need to win this as well. So, again, I know we've said this for most games, that this is going to be another real interesting one to watch because mm. I think both teams are going to go at it pretty hard.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a good game, um, especially on Marvel as well. It's a quick deck. Both both sides play pretty quick footy. Um but, yeah, it's just going to be – just going to see how, how the Blues respond. I think that's that's really what it's going to come down to. If Carlton can play the way that they played before the Port Adelaide game for those two weeks, I think they'll be a real chance to win it. But, um, but yeah, if Brisbane can play like they did last week, back to their um, – back to the form and, and the form that we expected from them, I think if they can win, um, they'll be – their season's right back on track. And I think they'll be too strong.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have to agree with you there. I think yeah. that's going to be the case as well. But – Football's a strange game and anything yeah. can happen.
1: I won't complain if they're not strong, but I think they'll be too strong. Uh, Melbourne-Richmond, Saturday night, the class Is it is it the traditional Anzac Eve clash now?
0: It has been. It's been like that for, yeah. I think, at least five years nearly now. So yeah. I'm going to say yes. Um, I like it. I really like having that time slot. I think it's a good pre... Um, a, you know, almost like a pre-game show before the main Anzac Day clash that we have between Collingwood and Essendon. And it's it makes Anzac Day round feel that... I don't want to say more special just because, you know, we're in the game, but I guess more special because there's um, another marquee game to look forward Mm. to that week rather than just the one that we have had every other year. So I'm really looking forward to this one, and we touched on it before that we both think it's going to be a good game. There's a lot on the line with, you know, Dusty 250, Nate Jones 300, um, and then obviously the Anzac Day or Anzac Day Eve match is just special in itself. So I think it'll be a really good one. Look, I'm going to – I honestly can't pick. I'm going to have faith in my boys and say they'll get the job done. Yeah. but a couple of important outs could hurt us come, you know, late in the game if it's tight. So yep. it could go either way, but I'm going to go to the Tigers.
1: Yeah, I think the Tigers as well, just on the big stage, they'll, they'll get the job done. And But wouldn't surprise you if Melbourne get up as well. They've been very impressive. So it's, this is this is the ANZAC clash everyone's really looking forward to because, you know, Collingwood and Essendon aren't setting the world on fire at the moment. So um,
0: but They're both sitting around the same spot, so maybe the game will actually be quite interesting. It might
1: be, but both you don't really – we're both not expecting them to play finals. Um, where Melbourne and Richmond are the two, well, at the moment, they look like they're going to both be at the pointy end. So um, it's going to be a, a great clash. I'm really looking forward to this one.
0: Well, from what yeah. I've seen on social media as well, you're right. Every, even yeah. like Channel 7 are doing it. Everyone's hyping up the Anzac Day Eve clash. I yeah. haven't seen much about um, Collingwood Collingwood Essendon yet. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, it'll be a good game and, like I said, still going for the Tigers.
1: Yeah. Uh, Freo North also on Saturday night. <sighs> I think Freo. Yeah, Way doing. too strong at home. Just I feel bad past, saying it, but do we just breeze past those nice games past, at this point? So nice yeah. easy one for free there. Freo Optus. Um, Sunday we've got Hawthorne and Adelaide down in Tassie. First game down in Tassie for the year. Hawks back at their... Um, home away from home. Is, is that what it is? or?
0: Well, I think so. I yeah. mean, them I'd, and I'd North say, both play is. a lot of games yeah. down there. So, yeah, probably your home away from home, I yep. would say. Um, the crom are due for another win. They had, they had, a, had a loss on the weekend. So, yeah. looking to bounce back. They're
1: not great away from home, though, the Crom. I was about to
0: say they they don't have that um, firepower coming from the crowd. So, and uh, we've got someone watching videos while her Bluetooth <laughs> is attached on. to the. We've uh, got
1: the live audience. The live audience is trying to hijack the podcast.
0: <laughs> for those that don't know, we've got a we've got a new uh, recording device called the Roadcaster Pro, and you can connect Bluetooth to it. And uh, someone's decided to sit in the room and watch videos on their phone while connected to the Bluetooth. So apologies for that.
1: All right, that's the last time. We're going to have a live audience in the studio.
0: We'll remember that for next time.
1: Yes. Uh, all right, let's uh, – Back to
0: our tips for Hawthorne and Adelaide though before yes. we're rudely interrupted.
1: Yes, uh, I think the Hawks just.
0: I'm going to go to the Hawks as well. Because I'll it's just, in Tassie. Yeah, okay. I was about to say just because it's in Tassie. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited from what I'm seeing with the Crom.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Big Anzac Clash, Collingwood and Essendon. This is the traditional one. This is what everyone sort of uh, waits for um, – not as exciting this year, just with two teams and how they've been performing. But it's actually a really hard one to tip.
0: Cause yeah, because they're both sitting around the same. And Essendon's
1: I, been in okay form before the before the week. They're so the yeah,
0: Brisbane. but it's, they're unpredictable, and that's the thing. You don't know if you're going to get the Essendon that beat St Kilda by seventy five points, or the Essendon from every other week. Mm. So it's really hard to say. I'm going to go Collingwood because I think Collingwood are better on a big stage. Yeah. Um, they're more used to it, but it really could go either way.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Collingwood as well, just, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Essendon got up there as well.
0: Also, it could be a silly question for me, but didn't the Collingwood Essendon normally play as the only game on that day? Or do they yeah. usually have other games around them? Cause yeah, I mean,
1: if it's during the week, it's just them, but I think it's because it's on a weekend. I mean, how else are you going to cram all the games in? You can't, yeah, yeah, you're right,
0: you can't, but I just I was wondering if this is a first or yeah. it's happened before, I, no, I think it I've has never... happened before it has
1: i think it would have happened well how often does it roll around around on a weekend probably 10 years ago yeah okay yeah yeah so i think I'm, i remember it happening it was a while ago um it doesn't feel the same though it, it's better when it has its own day
0: oh exactly because yeah. you sort of you plan your day around it yeah. almost um because it's a, yeah like you said it's the one-off game you all look yep. forward to it you sit down and yeah watch a good game of footy usually
1: yep. uh, the final game of the round we've got port adelaide and st kilda at adelaide oval as we mentioned before with richo um. Yeah, it's hard to man a case for the Saints here. Yeah, at not Adelaide. N- not at Adelaide. Yeah. I was gonna say,
0: if it was that Marvel? I'd give him give him a sniff. I still wouldn't say they'd win, but I'd give him <laughs> yeah. a sniff. But yeah, I'm not even giving them that for this one. Not yeah. an Adelaide Oval and Port have been looking pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's Port nice and easy there. Um, all right. Well, that is it for this week's episode. Um, and before we forget, let's uh, get our sponsors in. We were meant to say it at the start, and we forgot. Sorry, yes. ends. Um, but who have we got?
0: So we'll start off with Millie and Ma, who I should point out, by the way, coming up to Mother's Day is the perfect gift for your mother or any other mums you may know. Um, it's a perfect gift for them. They do beautifully curated gift boxes. Um, everything in there is Australian made. So if you're looking for a present for mum or anybody else you know that deserves something for Mother's Day, um, definitely a go-to from them. And then who's our uh, who's our next sponsor, And yeah, We've
1: got uh, Retro Gen Prince. Go Ns.
0: Woo! And... <laughs> Before we finish up as well for the day, I've been uh, begged. I've been begged. I'm telling you for the last couple of days to give a shout out. So to to my to my local side, I play for the Elsenwick Football Club, <laughs> and they've been they've, they've had a couple of big wins on the weekend, and they wanted me to give them a shout out. So the seniors played on the weekend. It was uh, Elsonwick versus Box Hill North Football Club, and they won two hundred and fifty nine to seven, and. I thought that was a pretty big, pretty big result, and they really wanted me to pump them up on the podcast. So here's my shout out, boys. I hope you're listening and uh, go the Wicks. Jeez, that is a huge win. That's massive. And m- the not other team ever m- turn up? Not to mention the Resys won 189 to 12. All right. So both both seniors and Rezies had a pretty big win on the weekend. So they'll, uh, they'll they'll go away pretty happy, I reckon.
1: Beautiful. So did you
0: play? I played in the thirds. No, hey. so I played in the thirds. We had a loss on the weekend, and I kicked three goals, five. So my three goals, ac- five. My accuracy hasn't been Toby great. Toby Green. Bit of, yeah, a bit of Toby Green about me, but um, had to work in the afternoon, so played played with the threes, gave him a chop out. That's all right. And missed most of my shots on goal, so I didn't didn't wonders.
1: Did you find the camera this week?
0: Um, I did after the game on the way off yeah. the ground, and um, yeah, not 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 the same as uh when I've had the cameras on me after a goal or something like that, but it, you know. It, Publicity is publicity. Yeah. I was on. I was. I'm surprised we haven't brought this up. I was on Sunrise during the week.
1: Really? Yeah. With Koshy.
0: No, Well, he was in the studio. I was uh, live with the Weatherman. Um, they came down to the Elsternwick Footy Club and gave us a bit of a bit of a plug. And we had some oh, nice. FLW players there, so we yeah. had Mon Conti, Darcy Vessio and Chloe Malloy. Yeah. So they were all down there, we're having a kick of the footy together, having a good laugh. Um, nice. It's pretty chilly, 30 in the morning. Though, let me tell you, yeah, probably wouldn't been. probably wouldn't do it again. So we'll
1: have to get those girls on the podcast. Uh,
0: Absolutely. They said they would. They said they listen every week and they're they're keen to come on. Beautiful. Reach out to them.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that is us done. Um, Yeah, as we say every week, make sure you leave us a review. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. We appreciate all the love and support. Um, Can't thank you guys enough. Um, But, yeah, enjoy Round 6 and the Anzac uh, Weekend.